Dog, you're a yeah. hater, Tunde. I'm a hater. That shit ain't. That shit ain't. That Jordan. She Jordan had on ain't 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 drip. That shit is tough, bro. <laughs> How? That jersey is hard. How are you gonna say the 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 new Tune Squad jerseys? Are, okay, better question. Are you saying the new Tune Squad jerseys are harder than the old ones? I think they're both trash. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Summer 16 Podcast, a podcast between two friends who met well in the summer of 2016. My name is Tunde, taught underscore seven on Instagram, and I'm here with my dog, Jean Bowie, who also goes by the same name on Instagram, Jean Bowie. So every <laughs> Wednesday, we'll have new episodes where we somehow figure out how to combine our different views, our experiences, and beliefs to talk about anything and it's always leaving having learned something new. On today's episode, we're just going to um, do a little shooting the shit, talk about our weekend, and we'll move to our current events uh, segment where we'll talk about some political things that's been going on around the country, um, some some VP picks as well, and then talk about um, NBA basketball. And then we're always, as always, going to leave you with our um, a- ABM's uh, recommendations for the week. So, with that said, what's up with you, dog? Oh, man. I'm tired, dog. I'm tired, boss. Um, you know, this is, this is the... Uh, I think this is the first episode where Pablo is going to be some level of a uh, factor. And just so throughout, if you hear stuff, like that's going to be him like playing with toys in the background. Um he just put the bottle down, so this is a good sign. We're off to a good start, but um, honestly, uh, that's, this has been most of my time is taking care of Pablito, man. So it's crazy. Oh, he, motherfucker! He just peed in the apartment, bro. I swear to God. God damn it, Pablo! Okay, <laughs> why? Shit. Did I just fuck up the whole groove? No. Uh, actually, we're going we're gonna to leave all this in here. And <laughs> this is going to be part of the podcast because Pablo's part of the family. It, Pablo. Damn it, dude. I just took you out before you ate dinner, bruh. You really just, you really acting up. Watch out, dude. Watch out. How are you doing, Tunde? Fucking asshole, Pablo. Uh, Move. Move. Oh. I don't know if you can hear me, but I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm also tired. I think oh, oh. most. What? Hello. I hear you. I hear you still. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I think most of the of the West Coast is going through a, a heat wave. Um, I know. Yesterday in San Jose, you said it was like 105 degrees. Yeah. And yesterday here it was a hundred even, and then today it, it I don't know I think it's like ninety something, but it's really humid. So I think the heat is getting to me and making me super tired. Hell yeah! I, I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it at all. Hell yeah! I mean, like it's 
it's been affecting my ability to run. Um, like I've already just been super hesitant to do like my longer runs. So I was doing like a lot more frequent, like five mile, four or five mile runs. Um, uh-huh. and like since the heat wave, like last Thursday, honestly, I, I ran like a couple of miles this weekend, but I wasn't trying to be out there running extended miles cause it's just ridiculous. Um, but I did get new shoes. Uh, I got some new Brooks, the Ghost 13s. They're nice. Fire. Yeah. Um, I like even like even today. I told myself I'm gonna get up at six o'clock and try to get up really early. I have I had a five mile tempo run. Well, it's a total heat, five yeah. mile. I had like a, a mile warm up, three mile, three by one, and then a mile cool down. And I was like, yeah. I'm gonna get up at six. I'll be done by like seven and whatever. I stayed up late last night watching Queen of the South. And I didn't get out of bed till like seven fifteen. Like fuck, the sun's up now. It's hot as fuck. Dude, Ugh. seriously. I I, seriously. I hate everything right now. And then like it's yeah. where I live. There's no there's no air conditioning because it rarely gets hot that hot here. So most same. places don't yeah. have AC. So I'm that in the exact sucks. same boat. I'm in the exact same boat. I need to get back in my bag right now. I find my I, I feel my distracted energy. Um, but you're hundred percent right. I'm in the same boat. Uh, no AC here. At one point it was like 85 degrees in my apartment. So that's big dead. Um, but I'm also like worried about like Pablo. So it's like, I'm trying to like do stuff to keep him cool. And like, you know, cause I can drink water and do all this stuff and I know how to use the bathroom like an adult, but this dude, like it's, it's, it's hella hot for a dog, you know, like. Man, what if yeah, have you have you sure. have you had to do stuff for Guinness? Because Guinness got like a shaggy fur. Oh no, he I mean he has a low he has a lower cut now for the summer. He has like a summer coat. Um but it, like even today we went to the dog park and usually like he's like as soon as they open that gate to the dog park, he's running nonstop the whole time. Yeah. And today, like I open a gate, he kinda moseyed in. <laughs> he's chilling. <laughs> he's chilling. But like they have like a bunch of like kiddie pools filled with water, so like Nice, He'll nice. just go and lay in one of those and just relax. So I was telling you, I was telling you earlier how like Pablo, he just like plays in his water bowl. So he just like puts both of his feet in there and just yeah. starts slapping around in the water to cool out. And then also like he was taking a nap and lays next to the bowl and just puts his hand in the water bowl just to be like, I'm just trying to be cool, fam. Shit, I feel like, him, yo. You bougie as hell, I, fam. I definitely feel him. Like I've. I resorted to taking cold showers now. Honestly, I was, I, yeah, I've definitely been on that wave. I've yeah. definitely been on that I'm, wave. I'm ready for this fucking heat wave to be over. I was, this, I was talking so over. Uh, I think uh, today's Monday. I think by third, Wednesday, Thursday, it should be back to like normal temperatures. But I was talking so much shit at the beginning of this summer. Like, it was like, mean? it was like June. I'm like, why is it so cold? Like, this is trash. Why can't it be oh, hot? hell yeah. But now, I wanted to be cool again. Well, that's the other thing, too. Like, with the heat wave, um, they, like, California starts doing this stuff where they'll have, like, planned outages in different areas just to uh, try to prevent the fires from starting. And so, fortunately, I live downtown, so I don't usually have to deal with the outages. But, like, people are just going to start losing power all through the Bay Area at different times because they're trying to prevent fires. But I think there's a fire that are, did you see the shit about the fires, t- like tornadoes? Nah. 
in California. I think that it was sounds, near L.A. That sounds like some twenty twenty shit, bro. Uh, what's the uh, what's that one movie? Was it the day after tomorrow? Where it was talking about how like if you don't take care of the planet, like it's gonna be like all the worst. Oh uh, yeah, natural disasters. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, yep. Like a fire and a tornado. So it was like a fire tornado with like monsoons and shit like that. Like shit, there, there's a fire in the Arctic, an Arctic Circle right now. You're lying. Like a forest fire. How? Oh, global warming. That's a oh, climate, climate change. Sorry. Right. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Climate change. Yeah, it's just I ain't going to have you on a podcast spitting that liberal propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know how it is in other parts of the country, um, but I don't I don't like this shit at all, and no, I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah, this shit's good. Um, but uh, how's the rest of your training going? Besides the um, yeah, overall, it's pretty good. Like, uh, admittedly, I am behind on a few runs. Um, just like, I've been doing just more tempo stuff. I haven't been doing yeah. the distance lately. Just, I've been, I've been like having to put Pablo in the crate. And then throughout the day, I just kind of feel guilty, like just leaving him. Because he's still crying a lot. Yeah. And I have like all my neighbors. And also, I'm right above the leasing office. Uh-huh. So depending on the time of day, I don't want to just be like having him howling. Yeah, with my landlord like right underneath me and shit like that's gonna probably cause more problems than not. Um, so hopefully after this week he kind of chills out and doesn't lose his shit every every time. But you know that's been the biggest hurdle. When I go at night, it's not as bad. But then I'm running at night and I'm not trying to be out for a nine mile run starting at eight p.m. Yeah, that's true. Like uh, maybe you can do it like a, a super early morning run. Like before yeah. he wakes up. Oh, Pablo! Be- I want me to wake up before Pablo? Shit. Yeah. This like dude. A, be, like a five a.m. run. This dude be up, bro. Yeah. But no, nah, it's a it's a good idea. If I was committed, I would definitely wake up at five. <laughs> uh, I'm tired, dog. I'm tired. This single yeah. parent shit is not the wave. Dog, just just hop on, just hop on, uh. Hop on uh on Bumble or Tinder. something. Tinder, on, on and, Tinder and then make your first pick of you holding Pablo. <laughs> like and, and then you say he's looking for a mom. Do you remember do you remember when quarantine started and we had like talked about that idea of having a segment where I went on a virtual date with somebody? Oh yeah, that would be that that I think that would be funny though. It, I think it would be funny because I don't know if people know this or not, but I can be I could be interesting on dates, and that's not saying it in a good way. Like, I, like, I can, like we can, like we can, like, cash app like the lucky person, like some, yeah. like money for like wine and like their food. And yeah, then you like do the same, and like, yeah. you guys can go on Zoom, but then you record the conversation. But like, we wouldn't play the whole thing, obviously. Of course like, not, because I got to start we, spitting game at some point. Yeah, we, we'll take the highlights. <laughs> that would be so awkward, bro. <laughs> would I tell them beforehand? Would I be like, "Hey, I'm only doing this to get content for my podcast"? I mean, no, maybe shit? not. Maybe not, because maybe some there might be a spark there, and oh. or maybe we may have started all this content becomes I, care. Yeah, and you might be like, "Oh, I'm really into this." Like that'd be a hell of a story to like to say. Like, but w- if, wouldn't it the summer like, 16 how, relationship? How'd you meet? 
Yeah, so we had this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a podcast with my buddy Tune Day, and we were like, John is desperate as fuck. Let's uh, have him do a date on the podcast. Oh, man. I'm not really desperate, but it's like that sometimes. Um, but you'd have to tell her beforehand. Because oh, yeah. I couldn't record it and then just be like, but surprise, motherfucker, like, you're on a podcast. <laughs> Nah, yeah, you'd have to tell her because that that'd be like really like shiesty if you didn't. As fuck, yeah. How much money do you think I'd have to send her for the date? Yeah, like five dollars. Uh, a bottle of wine. I say, let's say a decent bottle. Let's say come on, bro. Thirty. Thir- a thirty dollar yeah. bottle of wine. What? Dude, you're I, 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 I said a decent bottle of wine for thirty dollars. You you want to buy some gas station wine? <laughs> Bro, what? I'm not about okay. to buy no okay, shorty dollar bottle of wine. Fuck no. If you want to date, if you want to date, you would. I would not. I would not. I would not. I you would wanna, buy. It. You want to split a thirty dollar bottle of wine on the first date? Honestly, my first dates are always ice cream. Anyway, bro. Have I told you about this? Have I told you about my dating oh, philosophy? Oh, they, they, they're gonna kill you. I'm gonna get so roasted. They're gonna kill you because, like today on today on um on Twitter, this dude said, "Why do first dates always have to set around food? Like, why can't we play tic tac toe or, or connect four or or or, or, uh, or or go or go uh, watch fireworks or like that?" And they roasted him. Like, like if you broke, you say you're broke. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Bro, I ain't broke. It's not a. I ain't no broke boy. I'm not. I'm not, 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 I'm not saying you are, but that's what they, that's what they told him. Oh my gosh, dude. No, listen, like my first dates are always ice cream because I figure like I'll pay for ice cream like I ain't tripping. It's super like casual, low key. And and yes, there's places out here for people that can't do dairy or whatever the fuck. You know, you can get some goddamn, I don't know, coconut water sorbet. I don't fucking know. Um, But like it's super, it's super low key. It's low stress. Uh, how do you not have fun getting ice cream with somebody? Like, you just have to be a miserable person. Uh, and it's, like, chill. And depending on how it goes, like, you build from, build from that. $30 bottle of wine to send to somebody on a first virtual date? For the content? <laughs> for the content, I think it's cool. I would send $30 total. So so basically, ten dollars for the bottle of wine and twenty dollars for some food. <laughs> you go to Chipotle. Wow. <laughs> you at least gotta do fifty. <laughs> Damn, John. Oh my God, I'm this enjoying what, this. They about, to call you a, they about to call you a brokey. I know. <laughs> I can't wait. I, I'm about to get so roasted. Whatever, Sheesh. man. No, you know what? No. It's a virtual day. I don't even. I ain't even met you before, Shorty. Like, like but how about the break the bank? For what? Wait, fifty dollars is breaking the bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just sound like a broke boy. <laughs> wow. Oh, I mean, is, I'm not saying I'm flossing or anything, but this is great. Oh my god, dude. No, it's it's just the principle, fam. Like. Why I gotta be tricking on the first date, like spending all this money on the first date? Like, I'm not, I, I can do it, but like, why can't we just get to know each other? Why can't we just 
take okay, a so, hike. So, so take the virtual out of it. Okay, a real date. Okay, a real, a real date. date. Ice cream. You're not. You'd be opposed to getting a bottle of wine and dinner. No. By the way, this, this, none of this is on the on the fucking docket. By the way. Yeah. No. Honestly, this is just this just happened. Um, and I'm over here fighting Pablo because he wants to eat my sh- sh- freaking shoes. Dude, can you chill? Um, but uh, yeah. Um, what was I saying? Um, first date. First date. Opposed to it. Okay, what would where would I go on a first date that would have wine though? What place would I go on a first date that has wine? I don't know. There's lots of places in like in Seattle or Portland that I know of that there's like not, not even like super expensive spots that you can order wine by the bottle. You gonna get the thirty dollar bottle of wine? The wines at my winery would be like thirty dollars, bro. I said a decent like I don't like first of all, I don't like I'm very particular about the type of wine that I drink. Plus, I only drink red. Well, that's because you're bougie, okay? Like, you're bougie. I'm not bougie. I just you're the, very particular. You're the bougie half of the podcast. How's that bougie? Because I like, I, I like good wine. I like my expensive wines. And my first dates, we split a bottle of wine. And... Like, wine drunk is, is a little, it's is, is kind of different, too. It is. It's low-key lit. It is. Okay, so where would you go on a first date like that you would need to be buying a bottle of wine? Uh, spaghetti, does spaghetti Factory do wine by the bottle? I've only been there once. Um, I don't know. Uh, Italian spots usually have... Or, or you know, even wine. If I, if I go to like a, a whiskey bar or like a, a place that has like a nice whiskey selection, I'm definitely... I would go to like... Some, Keep going. Whiskeys. I would I would go to like a barcade or something like that, like an arcade bar place. Yeah. And I would like buy drinks and then have like I would get okay. Let's see. If I were to go on a first date to a arcade bar, I would probably get at most two rounds of drinks, and then and then I'd have like five dollars and quarters. That would be what, like a thirty-five dollar date total. Yeah, oh, probably like forty, forty dollars maybe, twenty dollars a person. I would well, pay that, they, and then so she would start. So, so one to one drink a person. No, 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 two drinks, two drinks a person, and then five dollars and quarters. That's about forty bucks. Ah, uh, that's a little cheap nigga shit. It's probably about forty-five. Or, or maybe fifty, depending on what type of drinks you get. So you're already up fifty right now. So you might that's still not thirty dollars. That's still not thirty dollars for just a bottle of wine for shorty. Like I still gotta have my own drink. Be like no, the thirty bottle, the thirty dollars for you to split the bottle. But how I'm gonna split a bottle on a virtual date too? Oh, oh, the virtual date. I think we're talking about the actual date now. Um, I don't know. I I already got my my Jameson in the crib, so right. I got I got nice wine over here. Like I got a wine membership and stuff. Like I'm gonna drink good, but why? Oh, I gotta... wait, 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 wait! I'm the bougie one, but you got a wine membership. See, see? I mean, I mean. Oh man! Listen, I I'll, I'll spend on myself, but I gotta get to know you first, G. Jesus Christ! I'm but how? Okay, email the podcast summer sixteen podcast at gmail dot com. Just you know, help. 
I don't know what's happening right now. John, you got to do better. I'm trying, man. You know what? Let's, okay, let me let me try to save face really quick. Let me try to save face. Should I even try? I don't know. Um, if if I were to do a virtual date, mm-hmm. I would I would Venmo the person like twenty five dollars, and then say like just get whatever you want. I would just have whatever I had. And then we would just show up. So if you have a bottle of wine or whatever, if you just have like a bomb ass meal, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? But it would be like real casual with it. Oh yeah, that's cool. I don't see anything wrong with that. But I'm definitely not tricking for no thirty dollar bottle of wine. But I'm I, I'm thinking about like if we're doing this for content, right? If we're doing it for content, okay. I want to set the whole stage, right? I want to I want to try to drink the same wine. Okay. I want to try to have like. If you uh, not the same food, but if you're doing like the same um, cuisine, right? So like it's a uh, in person, you go to an Italian restaurant, so you're gonna yeah. both have some type of Italian dish, or yeah, I could have like ravioli, and she can yeah, have yeah, okay. yeah. So and then so you both drinking the same wine, just kind of set the ambiance. So okay, I'd have like a little fake candle or some shit in the middle of, ex- of the video. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Dog, then, should like, we do like a fundraiser? Should we do a fundraiser, bro? Like. Should we say like donate to the Cash App, and however much money we raise on the Cash App would be how much we put on a virtual date? Oh, that could work. And then, um, how do we pick? How do we pick is? who it is? Ooh, <laughs> I was about to say some off the wall shit. <laughs> I was like, I'll post on the Instagram. I'll post the girl's pictures on the Instagram page. <laughs> is, that, people... is, that, is, is, is that sexist? Is that fucked up? I don't know. Or we could, or we could just do like a um a random like lotto. I mean, but it's still got to be like a baddie that I want to entertain, though, right? Like, no. Sure. What do you mean, sure? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ideally, yes, yes. If that was, if it was like a real life thing, but if it's like for the purposes of the podcast, I think. Okay. That it should be, um, I don't think that that looks should play as as a bigger part. Sure, it's, not somebody, no. it's not somebody that you're trying to actually like date, date, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah. Wait, I mean, if you are, then no, 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 no. I'm not actually, you know, looking at it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Of course not. Yeah, no, no. It's the content. It's your content. It's your content. It's your content. Content uh, kings. Content kings. <laughs> oh my god, this got out of control, bro. Like this wasn't even on any sort of docket. I don't embarrass the hell out of myself. Fifteen minutes talk about nothing, bro. Well, maybe not because this could actually happen. Honestly, though, uh, uh, drop the say the cash app info. Like I think if people okay. Yes, legitimately though, legitimately. Okay, so I haven't been on a dating app in, sheesh, it's been probably like three years, right? So it's been a minute. It's been a minute. But I would get on one. I would let I would let the audience choose. I would let them choose which one I'd get on, and I would I would set something up. I could do it. I could finesse it. I could finesse but, a. But they would have game. to be cool with. You recording their virtual date. We do video. No, we just audio, right? Well, so we're only audio for the podcast, 
okay, so let's check it. Okay, let's 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 play with this, right? Because how I imagine it is, it would be like, you know, do you think they'd want to hear the whole date? Probably, but we could do segments, right? So I could do like, um, like, we could just play like the first thirty minutes of it or some shit. Well, I mean, of that course, we'd have to edit it and take out like four parts. Maybe like it's not as entertaining. Well, I mean, I'm entertaining as fuck, so. I mean, but what if she's not and it's like parts, there's like dry spells in the conversation? Hopefully I can filter through and like if someone gets picked, they'd have like interesting conversation. Yeah. The audience would really have to trust my ability to pick girls. and that or, they could, or they could pick. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do we have them pick? Like, do I put, or maybe I could put like faceless bios. So I could be like, this person A likes Kanye West. Oh, yeah. Uh, behind, behind, behind door number. Oh, number one. bro, that would low be low key be hidden behind curtain number one. Like she likes walk, long walks on the beach and 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 kettle corn and like shit like that. Like we should do a poll and see if people will be interested in. in, in I just in, think if people listen to this and they start donating to the cash app, <laughs> that'll be that'll yeah. be our answer, bro. That'll be our answer. But yeah, we should put a poll up. This would Dollar be so sign, summer sixteen pod. This would be so outlandish, Tunde. Uh, I'd be such a cornball on a date too. Like, ugh. Uh, oh well. All right, so let, let, let's take a pin in that. And, uh, <laughs> and, and again, dot sign summer sixteen pod. If uh, you're trying to put something towards the cause of this thirty dollar bottle of wine. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I think I think I think it could be some hilarious. Oh, not even hilarious, like just some good content. Low key, it'd be interesting for sure. It would definitely be interesting. But okay, we have dragged on with that quite a bit. So let's move on to current events. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So since the last time, I think last episode doesn't really count because we didn't talk about any current events last week when we had the guys from Course Had Theory on. But uh, this week. We'll finish the last time we recorded episode 19 to this week for episode 21. Uh, Joe Biden announced his uh, vice president pick, vice presidential pick, and it was Kamala Harris. So he he said uh, the whole time he wanted to pick a woman. And he had like a long list of women that he's been vetting. He had been vetting for like, you know, since he basically secured the nomination. And Came out to Kamala Harris. A lot of people thought a lot of people thought it was going to be like uh, Val Demings or uh, Keith Lancer Bottoms, um, but Kamala Harris. Uh, what do you think? So you know, I've really had to sit on this for a little bit. Um, you know, when it first happened, right? Like I, I think I texted you first, like my initial reactions, and admittedly, you know, you kind of checked me a little bit. Um, because like I was definitely more negative with it, mm-hmm. um, initially not negative that he picked a woman or anything like that, but I was just like, oh man, like, I just felt like they were better women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like they were better people. I was like, why did we have to have like her and she's from California? Like, what is that going to do? Blah, 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 blah. Um, but after like kind of sitting on it and reflecting, you know, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I'm going to support her. Uh, and so it's just been more of a reframing for me of just saying, like, instead of thinking about, like, all the negatives, like, 
there are a lot of positives that I think that she could bring to um, his candidacy. And I would just all the way love that VP debate when she just absolutely wrecks Pence. Because I, I feel like this is a year where Trump's going to be trying to harp on his law and order shit and all his stuff talking about, like, you know, um, you know, keeping communities safe and everything. And with her background as it is, like, she can talk to that in a more meaningful way than any other person on that stage. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, so I think it's really interesting. How, how did you feel? Um, I really like the pick. So... When, at first, like when like everyone was kind of announcing that they were running for president, um, at the end of 2018, going to 2019, I at first was like always on Elizabeth Warren, and then I was yeah. like, if I don't like Elizabeth Warren, it's gonna be Kamala. I like Kamala Harris next. Oh, really? I um, did not know that. Okay. Yeah. So like, there's this thing where especially on the Democratic side, like, we tear down every candidate that goes up. And, it's like, I don't think there's any perfect candidate, no matter what. Yeah, like, even even if they, as far as, like, their background, their lives, what they did before they got into, all, started running for, like, the office that they're running for, and even, like, what they support or their platform. Like, no one's going to align with you 100%, because everyone's different, right? Mm -hmm. So, I think that, like you said, Kamala will bring a lot more good that she will harm to the to the office and even yeah. like to, like to to this to this to this race or uh, this yeah. election and I can imagine like you said with, with the, the vice presidential debate I I remember distinctly how she eviscerated Brett Kavanaugh during his during his uh, I guess Bruh. his his hearings for, to, yes. to be confirmed oh yes. it was so good and like yes. you can tell that she, like she was a great lawyer before she became um before she became district attorney yeah so i think that overall like trump's there he started with their like oh she's she's the most liberal like do you do you not know kamala Bro. like she's very seriously she's, she's very like she's not she's liberal but she's not that far left leaning exactly she's very she's very like center like I mean, pretty Democrat. moderate, yeah. yeah. I mean, pretty, pretty centrist Democrat, yeah. Moderate yeah. Democrat. So, like, which is like not where I am, but of course, yeah. I still support her because one, like, I'm always going to support black women. Like, listen to black women. Big facts. And, and two, like, I can I can set aside some, in my opinion, minute political differences on, on certain policies for the greater good. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm really happy about this pick. Uh, I'll at some point will be donating to the campaign. Um, sure. Just gotta like like I said, I've always said, just gotta get like Trump and Pence like the hell out of office, and it has to happen before like he he nominates even more judges. You know, you 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 bring up an interesting point, right? Because I think from a, the like the liberal side versus the conservative side. When there is a candidate announced, oftentimes Republicans are like, all right, everybody, this is what we got. Fall in line. Let's go. You don't hear the same like or, or at least I don't necessarily hear the same vocal backlash saying like, oh, my God, I can't believe we picked this person. Da, da, da. They're like, nope, this is who we're running with. Yeah. Like everybody fall in line. Let's get it. And, you know, since Kamala has been announced, like 
I feel like both sides have, you know, torn her, torn her down, right? The conservatives are going to start their whole, you know, um, slander of her. But then Democrats are like, oh, she's not progressive enough or she's not this enough. She's not this enough. And, you know, to the, to the point we're both making, it's, you know, there is a lot of good that she can bring. I think in terms of having a black woman candidate with the intention of her running for president in four years, um, I think she's much more palatable for this country. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. You know, she went to an HBCU. She's a member of one of divine nine organizations, Uh, but she also has like a white husband, you know what I'm saying? And like, and sure she is from California, but like, as we both pointed out, you know, it's not like she's, one of the most radical liberals out there, you know, she can yeah. be someone who could potentially, you know, get people from both sides to work with her. Um, so it, it starts to make more sense when you look at some of those aspects of it versus, oh, why didn't she, we, why didn't Biden pick so-and-so or this black woman is part of the community a little bit or, I, you know, when she puts hot sauce, I don't feel like she's pandering type stuff. Right. And, like, and, and the crazy thing is like, like, when somebody wins the like presidential nomination, there's more offices besides vice president. Like Thanks. I just like he has a whole cabinet he has to fill, and what's to say those other people aren't going to be a part of his cabinet? Yeah. Like I like I think that like Elizabeth Warren, I think she'd be a shoo-in for um, Treasury Secretary. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. Like, oh yeah. I don't know. I, I think, think Andrew Yang is going to get up in there somewhere too. Like, oh yeah, for sure. And I think I think that the mistake a lot of people make is. Looking for that perfect candidate, like like you said, like Democrats would tear down anyone because they want somebody who's perfect. Where instead of let's work together, like the, the Republicans do, get our get you know our not our nominee in office and then push our nominee to what we want them to do. Yep, and let's and let's flip the Senate, right? Like exactly, so we can actually get some stuff passed. Because I mean, shoot. When Obama was in there, like he was air quotes perfect as you could get, right? Um, but he couldn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because, because we don't we don't care about midterm elections. You know, and you know, I'm not gonna say we, but I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, I mean, like we as in our country. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, but you know, it, it, it's gonna be interesting. You know, but like you said, I mean, having a black woman nominated for vice president is incredible i think it's i would like to hope that it galvanizes the public the same way like having a a biracial you know man running for president did right because that's going to be the big thing is voter turnout and And she's biracial as well so is she yeah she's she's half she's half uh she's half indian oh she's indian and black oh yeah so i think her her mom's indian her dad's black so uh they are they are like you know, over a billion Indians in this world. So there's a lot of Indian Americans who hopefully they'll throw their support behind her as well. Do you, do you, is that common, commonly known that she's part Indian? I don't know. Um, a lot of, a lot of reports said, you know, when she first nominated, she's like the first, the first black woman to be nominated for a major vice president. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also the first Asian American woman. Oh, well. And she went so, to an HBCU, and she's you know, she's she's yeah. about that action, bro. Yep. Let's so, go, but let's go, Kabbalah. So, speaking of the election, there's been a lot of news in the past couple of weeks about um, about how 
the president and his cohorts are basically dismantling the USPS, United States Postal, United States Postal Service. Yeah. Uh, and, and what I think is a blatant way of trying to sway the election because a lot of states have switched to um, or having the option of um, voting by mail. Yep. So if you take away mailboxes like you're doing or cutting back um, hours of postal workers yep. or, or removing sorting machines, or taking uh, voter material and, and not making it first class, but making it basically like the same class as, as junk mail. Yeah. Then th- that could really sway the election. Yeah. So there's been like a lot of backlash, and the and United States Postal Service came out and just said that, well, you know, we're not going to, um, we're not going to, we're going to stop taking our mailboxes. We're not going to reduce hours anymore. Um, we're not. We're going to stop removing collection boxes or locking them up. So Trump basically has, has been saying that he's trying to use the excuse of, well, the Postal, the postal Service is losing a lot of money each year. The, and he wants to privatize the mail. Which I think is a bullshit excuse. Because if you think about the, the Postal Service, right? Mm-hmm. The Postal Service... I think is a is a is a common it's like it's a it's a service that is used by for the for taxpayers, funded by the government because our tax our tax dollars fund this right. Yeah. So to say that the postal service is losing money and profits is losing like money, mm-hmm. like we don't say that for like any other like public service. Yeah. We don't say well the police department loses money or the fire yeah. department loses money. Public transit loses money. Yeah, we don't say none of that. Like, yeah. we all, like, it's just for the postal service. And I think that the idea of, of privatizing, I understand that there's like there's FedEx and and Amazon and all these other private businesses that do mm-hmm. that do mail. I think the mm-hmm. idea of saying we're going to eliminate a public good, mm-hmm. a public service, and try to privatize, I think it's a slippery slope as well. Yeah, and the one thing you know in all of this that you know, I didn't even think about is, you know, I I think for people that are incarcerated, USPS is the only way that they have access to mail. Yep. And so it's like, you know, you have people like awaiting trial and people trying to like have, you know, or trying to just have communication, you know, legal communication. And it's like, if you get rid of USPS, they won't be able to do that. So it's one of those things where it's their medications through mail, prescription through mail. Yep, exactly. Like stuff like that is the thing where you need it's it's a service that, you know, all people need access to. Um, But, you know, it's crazy that there is this full scale assault like you described on the Postal Service when you start seeing how um, the numbers start playing out and what things people are talking about. Right. So, you know, for example, I think there was a there was the NPR NPR did a poll and they were saying that like 62 percent of people that said they were supporting Biden plan to cast their ballot by mail. Sixty two percent where 72 percent of people that said they would vote for Trump said they would do it in person. And so what it, what essentially is happening is you're trying to one limit access to people to be able to do mail in voting and then two 
delegitimize anyone who is planning on doing that, which is absurd to me because there's states that have been doing mail-in voting yeah, I live for in one. decades. Yeah, for decades. Like, like Washington like, is 100% mail-in voting, and it's been that way since the 80s. Yeah. like, And so it's not like this is some brand new concept, but if since there's so many people that aren't used to doing that as their primary way, you're just going to get this whole uproar, uh, and it's it's absurd. And, uh, and similar. Trump, oh, keep going. Keep going. I was gonna say, and Trump is keep saying that. Well, if we do, uh, if we do voting by mail, it's gonna, we're gonna have all these cases of, of voter fraud. I'm like, in states yeah, that are vote, in states yeah. that have 100 percent mail in voting, there's like, like, way way less than 0.0001 percent like incidents of voter fraud through mail. I mean, quite frankly. When's the last time we've had a presidential election where somebody isn't saying there's some instance of fraud as the reason why the person who won won? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you know, when it was Trump, they were saying it was Russia. Like, when it I mean, was, I mean, it was Russia though. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like, they're. I mean, it's something. It's always something, right? Even when yeah. it was Obama, even when it was Obama, right? They were saying that it was the whole thing with the ballot boxes, like, not properly recording who were voted for in certain places. It, Everybody's always got a thing. The same way that you know they were talking about why can't you do voting on apps, and it's like, oh well, you give access to more people, so it's not legitimate. It's not legitimate. Everything is to delegitimize some better method of getting more people to vote. I mean, because when more people vote, conservatives lose. Exactly, what I was gonna say. Like yeah. we we know why they don't want people more people to vote. Yeah. So, I think it's all right. bullshit. And then, like, my only thing is, if you plan on voting by mail. Uh, please vote as early as possible. Uh, make sure your license is valid, your address is valid on that's on file. Uh, don't wait until the last minute to cast your ballot. If you can, like I know in Seattle in, in Washington, you can drop your your ballots off in a regular mailbox, but they also have designated like actual like boxes where you just for dropping off your your uh, your ballot. And it's like all throughout the city. So if you can, if your city has one of those, I would suggest dropping off it in there versus the mailbox. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Um, you, and I don't even know if it's just the mailboxes that they have access to, but there are actual like places that do the collection of do the collection of the the ballots themselves. Yep. Um, and so yeah, that's another alternative. And a lot of the a lot of times those places. You right over there? I mean, I don't know. I think they've been protesting again, low-key. I've been seeing a lot of stuff on social media, but I don't know what this is. Dog, uh, this episode has just been so funny. <laughs> it's all right. Like, we started with Pablo pissing everywhere. I got sirens in the background. We're just going to push through, dog. We're going to make it. We're going to make it, bro. <laughs> You're gonna see it through, dog. Um, all in all, everybody vote, yo. Yes. <laughs> everybody vote. And um, I don't know. I th- I feel like I was watching Rachel Maddow like I do almost every night, or listen to her podcast. And she was talking about how Obama basically pleaded for if you're young and you're able to uh, register to be a poll worker because if you, if you, if you ever vote in person, most times you see the poll workers are very like elderly people, and those mm-hmm. people are the most at risk. So yeah, yeah. 
like do a, a good service and uh, kind of help out. So, I mean, I, I would if I could, but Washington is 100% in, uh, voting by mail. So there's no poll stations. Awesome. Dope. And, and actually, I'll say that I was uh, I, I saw a few articles where they were saying that the, the ballots don't need to be returned through the mail, but you can also drop them off in certain cases at some of the voting centers, too. So, like, it, it, you know, there's a lot of ways around it. Like, it's not just that you put a stamp on it and send it out. Like, there's ways that you can make sure your vote is heard and your vote is counted. Um, and so I think one thing we should do is, you know, as we get a little closer uh, to the dates, um, to kind of maybe have a segment where we can talk about um, good voting policies and practices and ways that people in the different areas that we have listeners can make sure that they uh, get it done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I'm, we, I'm we definitely all- down for that. Yeah. And I Definitely think that'd be a sure. really good thing to talk about in a more concrete way, a more succinct way. Um, yeah. But yeah, you live in a state where it's automatic mail-in system all day, every day. Uh, but I know California has access to it. Um, Illinois is not a place where I think it's very popular, but we have listeners all over the U.S. now. So I think it'd be kind of good to you know, give people a more, um, a better understanding of how they can uh do that and then also share it with the people in their circle yeah it's all hands on deck let's get it let's change the world man let's go all right so okay speaking of, so, speaking of voting uh yeah um yeah let's let's uh get off of politics here for a second um because and we we talked about this on the last episode as well we had uh some basketball talk right yeah so Today is the first day of the NBA bubble playoffs. We just call them the NBA playoffs, I guess. Yep. Asterisks, asterisks on the NBA playoffs. But yeah, today's the first day. And so um, over the weekend, you know, they gave out the awards for the folks in the bubble. Uh, but I think it'd be good for us to one, kind of go over the awards. But also, you know, now that it's the playoffs, we can, you know, have some friendly wagers and discuss the matchups and who we think will win. How does that sound to you? Uh, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, let's do All it. Right. So, for the awards, uh, I'll just I'll just run them off really quick. Uh, for the MVP of the bubble, the winner was Damian Lillard. For the coach of the bubble, it was Monty Williams of the Phoenix Suns, who was or the, the team who were the, was the only team that went undefeated in the bubble. Breakout player, Gary Trent Jr., another Portland Trailblazer, um, who was shooting lights out, man. Like, oh, yeah. I think a perfect, ex- a perfect example of how some of these guys have gotten in the bubble and you know the lights don't seem to be shining as bright and they're just in their bag because they're all super talented players. Um, and I think it's a testament to... You know, just that mental aspect of sports, right? When you have people watching and all that other stuff, like who's able to tune that out most successfully tends to be really uh, competitive. Um, First team all bubble team was Damian Lillard and James Harden at guard. And then for the forwards, you had Luka Doncic, Devin Booker, and TJ Warren of the Pacers. 
Second team all bubble, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think I got that right, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Antetokounmpo. Kawhi Leonard, Karis LeVert, uh, Michael Porter Jr., and Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, so both really good teams. Uh, no LeBron on there. No no Chris Paul. No, no AD. No AD. No, you know, left, left, few no Jimmy left Butler. Up. No Embiid. Paul George. Yep. Uh, do I you mean, feel I, like anybody was left? Do you feel like people that weren't mentioned should have no, been on there? No, I, especially the first team. I really like this first team because they think about TJ Warren. Like the first three games, he averaged like 45 points a game. Yeah, he was going crazy. Uh, Devin Booker, like you, like I said, with Monty Williams, led his team to undefeated bubble. Eight and Hit a couple game winners. Uh, Doncic was being Doncic. You know, he's just terrific all the yeah, way around. Yeah, that is um, Harden puts up numbers. But Damian Lillard, you know, like, after after he missed those two free throws against the Clippers. Man, man. Like, what, 51, 61, like 48, something like that. And then and yeah. then killed in that um, play-in game, which, is a, which was an amazing game, by the way. It was such a good game, man. Like, and, and and honestly, I was really proud of John Morant because he showed up. Like they lost, but I okay. also think Portland was just a better team, honestly. Oh, and for so, sure. you know, but they made it very competitive up to the end. And then also, uh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think also then missing uh, what's his name, Jackson, Josh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forward. I think that missing him also hurt a lot too. So yeah, I I still think that Portland just has too much firepower. I mean, like you got. I mean, Gary Trent Jr. broke out player, but even just CJ Mello, uh, Nurchich, and then Nurchich last year, you can tell like having just that big solid presence that's helped yeah. a lot. Yeah, I mean, Portland is Portland's for real, man. Portland's for real, and so um, you know, I think there was some argument that Devin Booker could have been MVP, but I think Dame Lillard deserved it. He was unanimous, so I think that says a lot yeah, just from I th- the NBA. I think if Booker makes, I think it sounds like the playoffs, then Booker is the MVP. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Are they are they going to name like a season MVP and all that stuff still? I think I think I think that's later on. Yeah, later on in, in the playoffs, and that's um, I don't know if they're going to take the, the bubble into account, but that, I think it's based on like the whole regular season. Do you think? Do you think uh, Giannis or LeBron will get it? Giannis. You think Giannis is going to get it? Mm. Yeah. I think I think LeBron earned it. Honestly. Yeah, but but LeBron is also playing like it's it sucks because he's also playing with another superstar. So they're going to take votes away from each other. AD shouldn't get any MVP votes though. Somebody's going to get more. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I like the I like the awards. Yeah, no, I think I think these are pretty representative. I was trying to think if somebody, like there was a guard that might have got snubbed or left out, but when I look at it from the games that I've seen, I think it's, you know, it's pretty good because you know you also had a lot of teams that were more focused on just winning games, more so than like trying to have individual stats. Like the Celtics have been super quiet this whole time, but Lakers like, too. They like Lakers too, especially players that can't teams that can't go up or down. They like. Yeah, what the Raptors have been subtle, like quietly just rolling everybody that they're playing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, um, so I guess that's a good segue though, just to kind of switch over to the matchups. Uh, so what we've decided, 
um, for everyone to keep us accountable. Uh, we're going to have a dollar bet on each one of the rounds for the first round. For the second round, it's a $2 bet. For each series, yeah. For each series, per series. I think third round would be $4. Yep. And then the last round, which would be the championship, would be an $8 bet. Um, so we'll keep track of that and see uh, who comes out on top. So I think what we can do is we can just go through each of the matchups and we'll put our predictions down. Um, and so let's see. And I guess it's it's a little shitty because some of these series have already started by the time we're recording this, but yeah, I don't necessarily think it's going to change too much of yeah. my opinions, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right, so the first one, Jazz versus Nuggets. So that for, that was the first game that played today and mm-hmm. the one that you were giving play-by-play play for in our text group. Man, it, the game was so good, I couldn't help myself. Oh, it Cause was like, a cause like, Because Donald Mitchell was going the fuck off at first. And I'm like, yo, like, if he hits yeah. another shot. And then all of a sudden, the fourth quarter come around, and Jamal Murray was like, crazy. it's my turn. Him and Jokic, man, like, yeah. that's a... That's a they're, like you could tell that last year was big for them because they they were balling. You know, like they, they didn't seem phased. Yeah. At that time, at that part of the game, you know what I'm saying? Like they were in their bag. So, um, what's your prediction for this one then? Uh, I got uh, Nuggets in six. Nuggets in six. All right, and I actually said Nuggets in five. I think not having Michael Conley. I think not having Michael Conley. It, they're not going to really be able to get too many games. And there's no home court, so it's not like they can be like, oh, we're going to go back home and we can get get a couple. Like, Yeah, but I just I I think, think Jim, get... Jamal Murray, just, he, can, he can be streaky as a shooter. So They got, uh, yeah, that's fair. And, I mean, defensively, the Jazz shouldn't be slept on, but I'm going Nuggets in five. So right. let's see. All right, I'll go first for this next one. Uh, Nets versus the Raptors. All right, I'm saying Raptors in five. Same. Push. Push, okay. Raptors in five, because uh, I just don't see them. The Nets don't have enough. Nah, nah, nah. Like, they'll get one because, they, you know, they can, like you said, they can get streaky. and Yeah, Karis LeVert might get hot. Yeah, and that's a problem, right? And, you know, if yeah. I think the Raptors, I think the Raptors can be cold. They're, they're probably one of the underrated best defensive teams left. Um, but... It's just it's one game, you know what I'm saying? Like you might have an off day, somebody gets corona. I don't know. Knock on wood. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the next series, uh, Sixers versus the Celtics. What right, do you Celtics got? Celtics in a sweep. Ooh, Celtics in a sweep. Sweep. Oh, <laughs> I said Celtics in five. I said Celtics in five. I That's think Al Horford. Huh? Nah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I think with Horford playing against his old team, Joel Embiid being a bona fide All Star, I, I think they can sneak one. But ooh, they don't a, have enough. Those two ain't enough for me. Ben Simmons though, just dud, man. I, I I can't even invest any more time or effort or energy until he gets over to his Kardashian. He's not gonna be great, man. That's what James Harden had to do, and he had historic numbers. So. Yeah, you know, it, it can go either way, right? Because Chris Humphreys got rid of Kim K and it still wasn't any <laughs> And then Kanye married Kim K, and then now he's like the greatest living artist of all time. So. Uh, okay, 
Um, <laughs> Mavericks versus Clippers. All right, I think I'm first on this one. Yeah. I'm going to say Clips in five, but that kind of makes me nervous. I got Where are you going to Clips in six. Clippers in six? Yeah. Ooh. You really believe in uh, Luka, huh? Luka, dog. Luka have, we had, have we had all the same winning teams so far? Yep. So the only differences are our games. number of games, huh? Okay, yep. fair enough. I think there's going to be a... The, the last two might be the ones that are the most conflicting, but all right, you're going to go first on this one. Magic's Bucks. Bucks sweep. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like, yeah, bro. Bucks sweep, for sure. The Magic have nothing. No, not a chance. Nothing, not a, dude. Not a chance. Like, I think this one we should be like, what's the average margin of victory? <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe that's how we do the tie break, huh? Uh, is that that might be a little what, too much it is a lot um yeah, yeah. so how are we going to handle the push uh if we're both right i guess we just get keep our dollar yeah because we only have two we only have two of the same so far what if we both get it wrong we'll just we put still, it towards the championship we'll put it towards the championship pot yeah that's fine okay that's how we'll do it okay um uh, all right Lakers, Blazers. Lakers, Blazers, I'm first? Yeah. All right, man. I'm saying Lakers in six, man. Lakers in six. I I can't put any money against LeBron ever, but if the Lakers did lose, I would not be upset. I was going to say Lakers in in six also, but I'm going to go Lakers in five. In five? Lakers in six. No, not lie. Lakers in seven. Yeah, you don't sound very confident in that. Lakers in seven, because I, I don't want to say I don't want to I don't want to keep saying the same thing. I'm saying Lakers in seven. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean it, it could go either way. It could go either way. I just. Do you think there's any chance the Blazers win? Yeah, of course there's a chance. Like I don't know if you saw like uh, I followed Taylor Rooks and earlier today she like asked Le- she asked LeBron about his like what he thinks about the strategy about guarding. The Blazers, mm-hmm. and he he went like on this like two three minute long like let me break let me tell you about like how it starts with, C, with, with CJ and, and Dame and they're like, they're like the horse that runs it but we, you have this this all NBA like Hall of Famer um Mello. And Carmelo Anthony who can get hot at any time and, and can win a game they have Nurkic who's a bona fide All Star big man who can do just about anything and they talked about Gary Trent Jr. <sighs> so like he's like I'm not treating this like a a one eight matchup because without injuries they would definitely be like yeah. a top three seed. Oh yeah, and I mean, and also the Lakers are playing man down. Like they got, they got the number one seed, but you know J.R. Smith is not Avery Bradley. You know what I'm saying? Like and you in, you know Kuzma, Kuzma. It's not like folks is out here rat- ranting and raving about him playing yeah. like you know some of these other young guys who have really thrived in the bubble. You know, yeah. Um, but, LeBron got some work to do, bro. But like LeBron said, like. The, the goal can't be to outscore the the, uh, the Blazers because they, they, they I think they scored the most points so far in the bubble. Yeah, um, they've been averaging like one thirty, one forty. So they have, have to get stops. So that's what the Blazers do. They try to outscore you. They're mm. they're like the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, they, yeah, they outscore yeah. you and play on defense. Yeah. So, Damo locked up a little bit, bro. I think if it's crunch time, I think Damo put the clamps down. I mean, I, I mean. 
Of course, the, the Blazers. I mean, Lakers don't really have any guards, but who's gonna stop? Who who from the Blazers can check AD? Like for real? You don't think Nurkic can slow him down? No, no. no. Do you think AD can slow down Nurkic? Uh, he won't. He won't be checking him. It would be McGee. McGee. Joel McGee be checking him. I guess. Yeah, that's fair. And so who's who? So you so you're gonna put the you're gonna put Carmelo on AD? That's gonna be a problem because Carmelo's playing the four. Because you got you got uh, CJ and Damian in the backcourt, Gage and Jr. at the three, Carmelo at the four. Problem. Uh, it's a problem. Now nah, Melo would probably. Melo. I think Nurkic would have to get AD. Yeah. Who's gonna check Joel McGee? I mean, you Melo? don't really need to. I mean, but you don't really need to check him like that, right? Like he's just could be setting screens and shit. And low key, that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be bad because he's gonna be setting screens high off the high on the ball, and Melo can switch on anybody that's out there on the perimeter. I mean, it's a mismatch, but it's not like the worst situation. Melo Melo could be on ball and not be exposed All that right. bad. We'll see how many offensive rebounds they they, they give up. Ah. I mean, you're banking on the fact that AD is a dog like that, and, and when the sh- when it comes, like I'm, I'm he's going to be cleaning the glass. When I talk about the NBA championship, we're talking about the first round. I'm banking on it. Lakers in seven, bro. That's what you yep. got. I'm Lakers yep. in six. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Heat. 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 I'm first. Your Heat. Yeah, Heat versus Pacers. You're first. Heat in in six. Dang. Oh. Okay, so that means so to not have the same thing because that's what I was gonna go for. Um, I think Jimmy Butler is about to be a dog. I'm gonna go Heat and five. I can see that also. I'm gonna go Heat and five. I think the Pacers are fun. You know, I think you know T.J. Warren has been playing well, blah blah blah. But Jimmy Butler's a different animal, and he's like he's taking this series personal too. With all the beef that's been between him yeah, and TJ. I think these, he's taking I, that shit personal, bro. I think a lot of these matchups are perfect. So good. Like, for instance, like the like the the Raptors and the Nets. I don't want to watch that either team play, so I can skip that series, right? Facts. So like the Jazz and Nuggets, perfect matchup against each other. Yeah, Jamal Murray versus Donovan Mitchell. Love that. Yep. Uh, Lakers and Blazers, I love that matchup as well. Yep. Heat and Pacers is like it's personal. The next mm-hmm. one we're talking about now, which you, I think you got first, the Thunder and Rockets. Yeah. Like Chris Paul and James Harden traded for each other. Facts. Like, or, or, or Russell Westbrook, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you didn't even say like Celtic Sixers, man. Like that's got like history. Oh, yeah. But also, like those were two of the teams, what, not, not, not a year ago, or like, oh, man, these are like the championship, like championship contenders. The Sixers have fallen so far off. The Sixers have fallen so far off, and the Celtics have been quietly playing fantastic basketball. Jason Tatum a dog. is an all-star. He's an all-star. And, then, like, what's his, and then I think Jalen Brown's like right on the cusp. He's, I think this, this yes. season he's averaging like – well, in the bubble, he's averaging like 22, 23 points a game. Something like that. He did kind of tweak it. I think he like kind of tweaked his quad today, though. Uh-oh. But, I mean, their man, their next man up. The Celtics – They got Kemba. You know, and, Ain't nobody even talking about Kimba. Kimba's a dog. He's a dog in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So don't sleep on it. I mean, so yeah, like, to your point, I think the storylines that we have for a lot of these matchups are fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so going on to the 
Thunder Rockets. This one's tough for me. That's this is the hardest one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is the hardest one, hands down. Um, because I don't think, I mean, what was it? I think the statistic was like there was like a 0.2% chance that people gave the Thunder of even making the playoffs. Um, so they are a legitimate team. I, I went and said Rockets in seven. Only because I don't know if Chris Paul will be healthy the entire series. Rockets and six. You think it's the Rockets too? The Rockets and six. I just, I don't think that, I don't think, I can't give it to OKC, right? Oh, no, 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 no. See, I know what's name tweaked his knee or something, Westbrook. So he's not even playing the first couple games. So I think it's going to play a big part. So it really is all on James Harden, to be honest. Yeah. And, also, and that's why I said seven. That's why I personally was going with seven, right? Because I, like, to your point, I had, I talked about Chris Paul. But yeah, Russ, Russ's quad is a little iffy right now. So he, he'll be taking it slow or whatnot. I think Harden, I think they split, like, if, 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 if Westbrook doesn't play two games, I think they split those two games. Right, and I think that extends the series. Right, I can see the Rockets giving up a game or two, and you know the Thunder just playing good basketball can push it to a seven-game series. But you know, Chris Paul's health is a real factor. I think that you know it's been one of the things that's you know crippled his ability to make it deep into the playoffs. Anyway, I would I would never forgive him for hurting his hamstring when they were up Bruh. three games to two against the Warriors. Bruh, bruh, seriously. Because they would have won that series. They would have won that series. Yeah. He didn't play and game no, six, and game seven he was hobbled. Exactly. And they, that's when they missed all those threes. Yep. They were throwing, throwing bricks at the basket, bro. Man, I was Crazy. so on this series. Because they were Crazy. balling. I was so Crazy. happy. And Chris yeah. Paul, I mean, Chris Paul growing up, like that was one of my favorite players. Definitely my favorite point guard. Um, it seems like every playoff series, he, every playoff run, he gets injured. Even with yeah. the Clippers. I was like, yo. Yeah. I remember like when he broke his like he broke his hand against the um the Blazers. I was I was at that game. And the oh really? Beat, the Blazers beat them. I mean, he's a great player, man. Undeniably yeah. so. Yeah, but I think overall, I just love NBA playoff basketball. It's just amazing. Well, I like, mean, it's because they're play. finally playing now. You know, like yeah. half the time during the regular season, you know, people aren't taking any of the games serious until like the last couple minutes. And I think that's why the bubble's been so interesting because, you know, there's that level of urgency, right? Like, you got eight games. Like, everybody needs to play hard because they need to get back in shape because they've been chilling at the crib for so long. Yep. Uh, and so, like, the the product just looks freaking awesome. And, and I thought it would be, like, kind of weird with no fans. I actually like it. Honestly, it's, yeah, it's not bad. You don't got to yeah. deal with, like... Looking at celebrities on, I mean, I do kind of like the celebrities that be wilding out on the sidelines, like seeing Drake and Spike, uh, Spike Lee, and you know Jay Z and Beyonce at the games and stuff is kind of cool. But Jack Nicholson and shit, but Ariana with a LeBron jersey. Oh we, oh we. How is in Savannah just right up? I was just yet. about to, bro. <laughs> I was just about to ask that. Like Savannah's got to be like this billion dollar B word. Do you remember that time when she posted on Instagram like she had, she was like by the pool and she had like 
in uh, satin lotion number 23, like on her belly. You're lying. Oh. I don't. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so those are uh, our Le- predictions. Yeah. LeBron's a superhero, bro. He's a superhero. He's never had like any serious like cases of infidelity or like anything, like any blemishes on his whole record. But damn, that's a different type of love. When you got Rihanna on Green Light Special. Yeah. And you just, you just have to ignore it. Like, because you know he'd be out at all these parties with all these celebrities. He'd be at the Drake concerts and shit. You know he'd be running into Rihanna, bro. Of course he and is. She'd be like, oh my God, LeBron. Like, I am such a huge fan. And she rubbing all on him, smelling like coconut and like fucking sex. Like, coconut smack, sex and marijuana. Just you like- know, like, just a, a temptress. Like, she's just a temptress, bro. And she's like, like oh my God, LeBron, you're worth like a billion. Singing her, singing her siren song. Facts. Like, you're worth a billion. I'm worth a billion. Like, we could be bigger than Jay-Z and Beyonce if you just left your girlfriend from high school. Like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, shout out to LeBron, man. That dude is, that dude is a super fucking hero. Shout out. Man. But. Yeah, so those are our predictions. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna, it's going to be interesting. Like Now I'm rooting for certain teams to win, even though I don't want them to win because I want the series to be extended. I think I only have, I have, two, I have two sweeps. The Bucks got, and the Celtics. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I only have the Bucks sweeping. I can see the Raptors. In you the- have a lot of teams winning in five, though. You know what? Let me. Let, should I? Should I? Should I? Yeah, five teams went in five. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going Raptors sweep, bro. I'm gonna make it interesting. Raptors sweep. Okay, so let's. Let me run it back one more time. For the Jazz Nuggets, you have Nuggets in six. I have Nuggets in five. For Nets Raptors, you have Raptors in five. I say Raptors sweep. Seventy Sixers, you say Celtics sweep. I say Celtics in five. Mavericks Clippers, you have Clippers in six. I have Clippers in five. I do have a lot of fives. Jesus, we both say the Bucks are going to sweep the Magic. For the Lakers Blazers, you have Lakers in seven. I have Lakers in six. Heat Pacers, Heat in six for you, and I have Heat in five. God, what's, what's up with this five thing? I don't know. And then for Thunder Rockets, you have Rockets in six. I have Rockets in seven. Yep. All right, guys. We will. We'll post some stuff on social media and see what you guys think as well. Um, but we're excited that playoff basketball is back, and hopefully everybody stays healthy and, you know, this bubble free. still works. Yeah, man, because that's going to really – The family's about to start coming too. Yeah, that's going to be a hell of a factor when all this stuff starts to play out. So we'll see. So, all right, dog, let's um, move on to the AVM, yeah? Yep. All right, so uh, you can go first. All right, yeah, so as always, guys, we're going to give you guys our audio-visual mental recommendations for the week. Um, we had a week off last week because we had our friends from the Courtside Theory, uh, the Unacclaimed Podcast, gave their AVM. So if you guys haven't heard that, please go back, check them out. Um, good friends of the show, and we really appreciate them joining us. This week, we're, we're, we're back at it. So um, over the past several days... Uh, I've been listening to the new Amine album. It's called Limbo. Um, you're in the Pacific Northwest. Are you a Amine fan? I, we talked about this earlier. I've 
haven't listened to any of his like projects like all the way through. Yeah. But talking to you earlier, I did go in and uh, download it. I listened to the first couple songs so far. I like it a lot so far. I have to say, you know, I think his his popular stuff, you know, I mean, obviously it's it's popular, but he actually puts together good albums. Surprisingly so. Like he's, I, I feel like when you watch his music videos or hear like some of the other songs, you're like, oh, this dude's he's young and he's just like trying to playing around like jokey jokey, like a lot of the young rappers do. But you, I think, I think so, when you really content bonded, yeah, like he actually has like projects and he's putting out like very intentional things and so I, I saw him in concert actually in santa cruz uh down by the beach that's a story for another uh time but you know i, I kind of like gained a, a, a level of respect for him as an artist um so yeah that's gonna be my recommendation the album's called limbo by amine for my visual recommendation haven't really been watching too much television not like focused on it so one of my favorite shows that I've had let play in the background is called Sugar Rush. It's a Netflix baking show. I freaking love all cooking shows, dude. Uh, and so ultimately, it's like the first round, you have to make cupcakes. The second round, you have to do like some sort of confectionery item. And you're, you're competing to get like, you have to finish as fast as possible so you can use your extra time for like the last round and then you're in your last round you have to make like some extravagant cake and it's like judged on taste and presentation it's fire i love cake rush um or sugar rush excuse me sugar rush and it's a netflix original too so shout out to netflix have you seen this do you watch cooking shows i think the only cooking show that i really like watch like that is chopped yeah that's fire too though i like chopped kids a lot Oh, all the shows, all the cooking shows with kids are great. Yeah, I like Chopped a lot. Yeah, but, I, I, but overall, I'm not really into cooking. I hate shows where like people cook and like they get yelled at a lot. I don't really into that. I don't like well, the you... employees. <laughs> you might like Sugar Rush. They're not like they're actually like pretty nice to everyone. Okay, I'll check it out. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, oh well, you know, this round was tough. Everybody had really good flavors. I just thought you used too much buttercream or you didn't use enough salt and so we have to eliminate you and they're like oh well good luck everybody and they just kind of leave peacefully huh. that's cool <laughs> no, yeah. no one's getting yelled at <laughs> um so for my mental um there's this uh virtual platform it's called hero x uh essentially one of the things that i've been trying to do during quarantine is just find like projects or just things to kind of get me excited and work on hero x is basically a consortium of like people putting up ideas and prompts and projects for people to either do like scientific inventions or um, but just basically solve problems in the world so right now there's like a hero x competition for people to to reinvent the way we wear masks Um, one of the projects that was kind of interesting was trying to reinvent pool covers because, you know, a lot of people have like like plastic tarps and if someone steps on it, they could die, right? They can get caught in the tarp and then yeah. drown. And they're saying like, is there some way to have some type of material where you can use that flat surface, that space, walk on it, still have access to it, but then still have that as a pool cover and then like remove it in a meaningful way. Um, it's just really interesting things. And so it's for people of all disciplines all you know different groups sometimes corporations get involved in them 
you can be an individual. Sometimes there's like writing opportunities and stuff. That's how I kind of uh, was looking at it more recently. Um, so it's kind of cool. So Hero X is um, my recommendation. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check out the first two. Uh, <laughs> that's how I'm not gonna check out the third one, the Hero X. But uh, <laughs> I feel like my brain doesn't work that way. Fair. So like. I'm not an inventor type person, like you are. Like you invent, you invent things. Yes. I don't know. I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll find uh, something that has to do with like <laughs> biology and micro <laughs> something like that, and then you'll be like, "Oh, John, you just need to use elemental P uh, <laughs> some shit," <laughs> and then like that you'll be an inventor nonetheless. So there you go. Uh, I wish. Um. So for. My uh, AVMs this week. Uh, first is a song by Two Chains featuring Little Way. It's called Moneymaker. And it was hard. my audio this week was really hard to pick because there were so many like good projects that they came out this past weekend. Uh, but I just want to focus on this song because it's like an ode to HBCUs. He has the um because Two Chains or I forget his real name, but he went to to. Uh, college at Alabama State and mm. play basketball there and so their marching band is like doing like the 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 background it's like basically the marching band playing the beat in the background and he, he like shouts out a bunch of HBCUs I think it's kind of regional though because he shouts out like a bunch of HBCUs like in Georgia and in the, Tennessee in the south yeah, and Alabama, yeah. yeah so not a lot of in Virginia or you know, Maryland yeah. or Pennsylvania but anyways basically I, not your HBCU but okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, but uh, I thought it was a really good song. Check it out, Moneymaker. Dope. For my visual, I have Queen of the South uh, show on. I want to say it originally comes on came on USA, but it's being shown on Netflix. Really good show about um, Teresa Mendoza. Teresa Mendoza. Uh, she she basically is like the rise of her from like a money counter to like the head of the cartel and it just shows like her like her rise throughout like it's it's crazy um oh shit I, I think i watched the first season in like two days and it's like i think the episodes are hour long and it's like 12 episodes so really good show i said i'm super late last night watching it which is why i was <laughs> to start my run this morning you you watch it on netflix yep it's on netflix okay. it's it's really, Damn, it's netflix. really good it's really good. Um, so that's my visual. My mental is a book called uh, Man Child in the Promised Land by Claude Brown. This is actually, so when I started my first book club on Twitter, it's called uh, Twitter Male Book Club, like a book club for all males. Because, you know, a lot of guys just don't read for fun, like for pleasure, for, sure. for, my, for my experience. Anyways, yeah. this book is, it's, a, it's an autobiography of this guy. So his name is Claude Brown, and he grew up in Harlem in the 40s and 50s. And basically, he details like all like the the drug culture, the gang culture, and him like running from police, running numbers, like the violence, the sex. It's like, there's some humor in there too, but it talks about like him like going into like juvenile detention, but like a lot of different times, and how basically going from that to turning his life around. And leaving, leaving Harlem, and then 
um, going to Howard University, and then after that, going to law school. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so he turned his whole life around, and but like the beginning, like his childhood is just, it's amazing because like it's it's crazy. Like so many times he could have died, or, or could have went to jail for murder, or like all these different things, and, we, and like he would have been like just another another statistic, but he's he didn't, and he turned his life around. But it's a really really good book. Um, I think they've sold like two point five million copies of the book. It kind of it kind of sounds like how people describe uh, that book Pimp by Iceberg Slim. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about, where it kind of yeah. documents, you know, all that mm-hmm. that kind of darker side of like masculinity and like the yep. lifestyle and everything yep. like that, and yep. but also like their learnings and things, uh, you know, and, and you can take a lot out of it. This is another how book. Long, how this long is, is that book. shit? Oh, this book, it is, oh, 415 pages. But it's really good, though. Dog, you can have long-ass books, bro. It's good. I promise you, it's it's, it's it's an easy read, though. Is it? Yeah, it is. Is it? It it reminds me of this other book, an autobiography called Monster. You ever heard of that? Uh Uh-uh. It's a book uh, by Sakina Shakur. It's basically like he grew up in like the seventies and he was uh, a crip and like he's in jail now for life. But like <laughs> it's like details like how he got shot a couple of times and his just called like, autobiography of a monster. It's called Monster, an autobiography of an LA gang member. Oh, okay, there it is. How long is that one? Is that one four hundred something too? No, no. Um, this Shit, one it's is lo- it's longer. Oh, I lied. It's 383. Bro, what is up with you these long ass <laughs> books, dog? Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna read, read the first sentence of the of the of the back of the book. All my it's, life, I wanted to be. It says, after pumping eight blasts from a sawed-off shotgun at a group of rival gang members, 11-year-old Cody Scott was initiated into the LA gang Crips, the Crips. 11 years old, dog. <laughs> that would go blast some Crips. Dog, what? It's, it's that's, okay. Scary. That's I shouldn't be laughing. That's actually really sad. It is, but yeah. Oh, but anyways, that is my mental man child in promised land. Claude Brown. You gave us. We got a two for one today, boy. Yeah. Um. Damn. Okay. Definitely something to think about. Um. I got. I have so many freaking books that you have recommended that I need to just keep piling on. Um, but you know, I want you to know tonight I'm going to dedicate a significant amount of time to reading. I, I have my to-do list here and I need to finish an, one book and then I'll dive right into another one. I got 30 minutes for reading tonight. Ooh, treat yourself, man. Yep. Dog, I lost my Duolingo streak. I'm so pissed. Oh. Bro, I'm so pissed. I was at like 150 days or some shit. You don't got the streak repair? Bruh, I used it earlier this week, and I forgot to buy another one. I'm pressed. I came back from the beach yesterday, passed out because Pablo just wore me the fuck out all day, and I woke up at 12.20. Salty. This you see my streak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 467? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dog, I, I, I've lost, I, in the last month, I've lost my Duolingo and my Headspace streak. 
I was I was at like two hundred something days with Headspace, and once again, brother got tired. I just fell asleep because Headspace, you know, it's way more flexible, but I just missed that shit, bro. And it just it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. After a new streak. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the attitude. That's the right attitude. <laughs> there you go. All right, everybody. So now that we've left you with some things to check out until next time, um, we're going to bring this show on home. Um, so as always, first and foremost, thank you guys for listening. We've been rocking for a couple months now. And, you know, I, I, I think I'm speaking for both of us uh, that we really appreciate all the genuine feedback, the comments, the interactions um, and everything that you guys provide. Um, so, you know, keep it up and we appreciate you. Uh, you can always stay connected with us via email. That's summer16podcast at gmail.com. I'm sure that there will be a lot of uh, comments based on some of the things we talked about earlier in this episode. <laughs> so, so so, send them there before you slide in my DMs and tell me about myself. <laughs> Maybe we'll read them out on the show and uh, get some uh, more interesting conversation. We also have our Instagram page, summer16pod. You can check us out on our facebook summer 16 podcast as well as the twitter page um same as the instagram summer 16 pod uh, the links will be in the description um, so you can find them there as always if you enjoy the content want to help us grow provide better shows going forward we have a cash app uh you know i think that it would actually be a genuinely hilarious idea if uh, anyone wanted to donate and contribute to this uh, virtual date experiment, uh, I just see that being really funny. funny. I just see I, that being I, really yeah, funny. It'd be hilarious. And if anyone wanted to know what it would be like to go on a date with me, you can listen to it on the podcast, potentially. So, um, again, that's our cash app, dollar sign summer 16 pod. Um, you know, anything helps. We appreciate you guys. Um, and so until next time, whole lot of gang shit. Gang, 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 gang. gang. Peace. Stay safe, y'all. Wear a mask. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wash yeah. your hands, too. Wash your hands. Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. <laughs> yep. All of that. Vote. What else? Uh... Listen to Black Women. Listen to Black Women. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, peace, y'all. <laughs>